Hey, welcome back to the True Face Podcast. Hey guys, Thank you, David. hello, Natalie, Brittany, John, Bill. We're we're rolling on with this. David, whole... oh, in case you need hi, David. hello. Yeah, I'm David, <laughs> and and we're uh, rolling on with this whole character of the wise in Proverbs. Brittany, remind us what are we doing with Proverbs and with this whole grace thing that we talk about. So we're looking through Proverbs and looking at different characters, and we will be looking at themes. We've been stuck here on the wise for a while because, believe it or not, Proverbs talks a lot about the wise. A couple um, verses. Just yeah. a few, yeah, scattered here and there. And so we are not going in order. We're not like going through Proverbs 3 or something. We are looking at all the different verses that deal with these different characters or themes. And we are are trying to understand how do we read this w- and receive this wisdom, given that we live in a New Testament reality. Yeah. We live with Jesus in us. We live called righteous and holy. And how does that change our reading of mm-hmm. Proverbs? But also, how does that allow us to affirm it? Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. actually live it out in ways that really Solomon never got to because he didn't have that power of Christ in him. So we are just looking at how we can take these things in mm-hmm. and apply them mm-hmm. to our actual here and now lives um, in in the context of grace. Yeah. And one of the things I love about this, we've had so much fun having lunch together doing this. We're not so much trying to do a teaching as we're trying to, from so many different perspectives and ages, um, trying to just pull out all the the wisdom that there is and all the connections. And so you get to be a part of it. Sometimes it may seem like it's jumping around a bit, but that's somewhat on purpose because we are doing themes, not going through the verses one by one. And so you'll hear three verses from three different places, but they all stick to a theme. So yeah, I, I just want to add to that. If you can go through this with a group like we're doing, yeah. it is, it's stuff comes out yeah. beautiful, hard, wonderful stuff keeps coming out. Not just about the verses, but about our lives. And so it's a, I think that's part of the gift of a community doing this. I I love it. You want to throw some conviction at your heart. Go through Proverbs with friends. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, Natalie, read 15.5 for us, if you would. Um, 15.5, a fool despises his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. That verse, as well as a couple of others here, uh, really uh, give us some insight into the wise. And David, you said at lunch, and we'll talk about it in a minute, this whole idea of the community of the wise, mm. that, that these are relational principles. And no duh, those <laughs> of us who think about grace think a lot about relationships. <laughs> and and uh, this idea here that if I'm able to heed maybe actually means more than here. It means pay attention to and actually do something about mm-hmm. reproof. It shows that I have wisdom. And reproof is not is not criticism. Reproof is is a discernment from another person about my person. It's discernment from another person about something I may be doing. That if I would heed it, it would help me help me. And that's the key to it. A wise person knows the benefit that they have in growing, maturing, learning because of the contribution of others. Mm. Mm. I love this. It says, um, the ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a, a, I had a picture in my mind of, 
of the whys in this speakeasy. And, and uh, <laughs> there's somebody at the front door, and there's a code to get in. And the, the code is, yeah, I accept reproof. Yeah, come on in, buddy. <laughs> and, and you get to hang out with the whys. Uh, that's the code term. And I just think, what a beautiful mm-hmm. thought that how the wise live is there are people who take reproof. They accept it. All that you just said about reproof, they say, that's all I have to do. I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to prove that I'm right. I just have to allow myself to see that God reproves me sometimes through other people for my benefit. Welcome in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. That's in 1531. Yeah, that was verse 1531 that John just referenced. And I love that it is this security in our identity and who we are and what our worth is that that's set. That is why the wise can receive reproof. Yeah. You can't, if you're always worried about, you know, you're going to go up or down and yeah. your worth yeah. and your identity and it's going to change depending on how well you're doing, well, then you're going to, you fear reproof because it means that you're not as worthwhile as you thought you were or something. But when we have that security of really believing our identity in Christ, then we don't have to defend ourselves. We get to, to lean in to say, Oh yeah, tell me, tell me the ways that my actions aren't lining up with, Mm -hmm. with who Jesus says that I am now and who, you know, that I want to be. We actually desire to hear those things because we know that our worth is, is taken care of. That's not in question anymore. And, and we were saying at lunch, that doesn't come automatically. Mm-hmm. That, that, that we, Ew, it's it, not easy. It is not easy. And we are all at different maturity points of being able to do that yeah. and not consistently. And uh, as you're listening to this, know that this group of people, we don't have this down. Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> Speaking of, that's a great segue, John. I think a lot of Christianity believes that wisdom, if we just had enough wisdom, then that means we'd always do it right. Right. And one of the things that this really helps us to realize is because there are are at least two verses here that we're talking to in 15.5 and 15.31. It says the wise are those to, who listen to reproof, are those who listen to basically correction. And it's all over Proverbs. And so wisdom mm-hmm. is not just getting it right in the first place. Wisdom is a heart position of being able to, when you have done something wrong, when you haven't, however you want to say it, when you haven't lived up to what you wish you had, Wisdom is being able to listen to others. So that is a community reality, and it actually resets our expectation of who the wise are. They are not the people who always get it right. Mm. They are the Mm. people with the humility to listen to others, not so that they can for sure get it right next time. It's more how, how do we engage with the relationships that we have and with God to always be listening and curious about how we're affecting others, how we may have sinned, how we this, how we that. It's those are the wise, mm. not just knowledge, not just getting it right. I love that you said it. it resets us as the ones who are who's wise amongst us. Oh, it's not just the people who are getting it right. That's that's so well said. We talk about humility a, a, a lot, and this is another proof of it, right? In Proverbs, that the humble are those who trust God and others. Well, you can't trust someone else without listening to how you've affected them. And it also resets that whole, I expect me to be perfect. Well, right here, it says you're not going to be. It says the most wise 
ever weren't that they were going to need to listen to reproof. And so that gives you a, a, a moment of like, whew, pressure's off. I'm going to screw up. Mm-hmm. How about I listen to some people? And yeah. we, we trust people that receive reproof. I, if, if somebody can't ever know that they've done something wrong or they think that they're always right, I'm not, I'm not really going to trust them. That doesn't make them someone that I want yeah. to, to really be close to. But when they can, when yeah. they do have that humility, mm-hmm. that's when I want, I, I know that I can trust to be close to them yeah. because they're going to hear me. And to that point, 1920 says, listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise. So mm-hmm. that's like a promise. And Natalie, you were saying some things about this in your work with junior hires and that age. Yep. Um, just a practical example is um, this first reminds me of not that I'm a parent, but I've noticed that a new parenting style is not really honing in on disciplining kids and just parents are kind of afraid to say no or to parent them, I guess you could say. <laughs> and so I'm kind of dealing with the aftermath of that, whether it's with junior high or coaching 15-year-olds or just working with youth in general. I've noticed the effect of that. Um, but obviously this verse isn't saying, oh, just let them run amok and let them do what they want. It's listen to counsel and accept discipline so that you may be wise. Uh, just like a vine to bear fruit, you kind of need to prune it. You need to discipline it a little bit and it'll grow just like us. Like we will grow um, and mature if we're disciplined a little bit, but it's not out of you're terrible and you're being punished. Mm. Amen. Natalie, you're so right. Um, this generation is a generation that has lost their reality. Mm-hmm. They don't know who they are. Yeah. Discipline is mm-hmm. not to correct my behavior. It's to direct my life. Yeah. It's to give me the ability to discover who I am. Hold on. Bill, say it again. <laughs> I don't know that I can. Try it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, it, what is it, discipline and what is it for? Yeah, this discipline is not to correct my behavior. It's to give direction to my life. And the, and the wise know that. It, it's, it's this concept. Who do I trust with me? That's humility. So that I can respond to their instruction. Hopefully that's mom or dad. Yeah. And, and you're so right, Natalie. In this present world, we wrote a whole book on this. Mm-hmm. Parents who do not know how to be trusted raise children who are never sure who they are, ever. That's tragic. What I just said is, is a tragic reality. And, and so as we, as we look at that discipline, um, the wise know something. They know that discipline is an, a love word. Discipline is an act of love. It says, I care so much about you. When you go off the track from who you ought to be and who you are, I want to be carefully drawing you back to who you are. Mm-hmm. I want to I carefully draw your behavior from that to this. And, and so as we, as we think about this, as I think about this, this, this is all relational. And, and up in this back of this verse 31, I wrote this down. I said, the, the wise are relationally connected. Through mutual vulnerability. Mm. That, 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 that to me is awesome. It's back to what you were saying, Brittany. Is that who are you going to trust? You're going to trust somebody that's not, quote, right all the time. You're going to trust somebody who's vulnerable a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what wisdom does. Mm-hmm. It's what you were saying, David. Wisdom gives me the freedom to know that I don't know everything. 
Yeah. And we have this little saying, it's, it's, it's kind of trite, but it's really not. My goal, our goal in God's grace is not to be right. Our goal is to do the right thing. And that takes humility. It's tricky business. You know, a few, I think it was a few weeks ago, uh, maybe as recently as one week ago, Bree on the podcast was talking about snares. And she was talking about how enticing they are. And if you think about God or others being the people who are supposed to help keep you on the path, well, of course, a snare isn't, is meant to be enticing. It's meant to be bait so that it can take you away. And so be it God, be it friends, be it parents, our goal is to not only keep people on the path because, you know, you're supposed to stay on the, the right and narrow. It's because there are dangers mm-hmm. out there that are no mm-hmm. good for you and they look like the best. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is just another application of where wisdom, be it in parenting or be it as a parent, when we think of God, how do we think of guidance and how do we think of it as being beneficial to us? And so we keep connecting these principles of wisdom and, and we keep watching how Proverbs informs us <laughs> how we can be wise and, and how that connects. Um, and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going next week yeah. on this on these same verses. So, yeah, thanks once again for joining us on the True Face Thank podcast. Thank you, David. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Thank you.